afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Rita, and I want to wish my dad a happy Father's Day. Thank you, Rita. That was, of course, uh, Rita, my uh, my number two daughter. She was uh, she's my youngest, and she agreed to do the intro for me this week because this is our Father's Day episode. So before we start, uh, I'm here. Pat's here. Kyle, you're here. I'm here. Yes. And joining us as our guest today is uh, my daughter, number one, uh, 14 and a half years old, just finished ninth grade. This is crazy. Uh, everybody welcome Sarah Dotson. Sarah, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, thank you for agreeing to do this for Father's Day. No problem. You seem very excited to be here. Oh, yes, definitely. Thrilled. Uh, what we're going to do today is uh, Sarah and I, we, we, we bond through music. We talk about music. We've, uh, we should give me a look. You don't think we do? Yeah, you introduced me to new stuff. Sort of, yeah. Music's totally different now from when I was a 14-year-old. When I was a 14-year-old, it was all about uh, hearing a song on the radio and then going and maybe buying the single, 45, and then maybe buying the entire album if you if you maybe like the flip side of the forty five, then you buy the whole album, or if you like the band, you just bought their album. But now, Sarah, how do you get most of your music? Spotify. Spotify. And what? Explain this to me. This is a newfangled thing, Gizmo, that I've never heard of. My dad refuses to use Spotify. I'm not going to use it. Weirdo. What do you do? Um, so there's like, well, it's all free and you can pay for a premium subscription to not get ads. Oh, so this is all free. So if I want to burn a CD for the car from Spotify, it's all like you download, there's sort of a Spotify application for either your like iPhone or your computer or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's music on there, but you, it's not like iTunes where you can use it for your own stuff and burn it. But Dad's the only one who burns CDs How dare right now. You. So. How dare you? This is my day. Really this is Father's Day. You treat me with respect. But if you want to listen to Taylor Swift, you can't use Spotify. True. There are certain artists, mainly just Taylor Swift that I know of, who like refuse to put their music on Spotify. Because she, she is valuing her art. She is saying the hard work I put like, in is worth something. You get something. money for every play it's instead like four of... four-tenths of a cent. Yeah. You get a little oh, bit of money. terrible. So that sounds bad, but if you're Taylor Swift and you have people playing your music always yeah. and you have like millions upon millions of plays, it doesn't really matter. You're still getting money, but she didn't think that they were valuing her art. So a couple of weeks ago, the new Florence and the Machine album came out. I'm yeah. sorry. Florence plus the Machine. Uh, that album came out. That's, the, that's uh, Florence and then she includes the Machine. So they're plus right in. Right? It's just one person. It's just one person? One person. It's Florence. And her machine. Plus her machine. From the future. If, if that group ever breaks up, is it going to be Florence minus the machine? <laughs> okay, so anyway, her new album came out, and you listened to it nonstop all day long on Spotify. Yeah. You didn't have to go out to Target or Best Buy or Amazon and buy it. Nope. You were able to listen to it. I can listen to the entire album. I can listen to the deluxe edition of that album. For 
No money. Do you think Spotify was created so that you could listen to the album, find out if you like it, and then go buy it? I think that's how some people use it. Mm-hmm. But not you. Well, I mean, there are certain albums where I'm like, oh, maybe... Like, I have bought music on iTunes right. that I found through Spotify. Oh, that's good. Um, it's better than, like, the little preview that iTunes gives you. What was, uh, at a young age of 14 and a half, what was the first music you recall listening to? JoJo Circus? Something on Sesame Street? You took me to a Wiggles concert once. Oh, that's right. That was our first concert we ever saw together. And, Kyle, I think we might have a song... No. From, no. From, from that band. No. Let's hear it. No. Fruit salad. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. Yummy, 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 yummy fruit salad. Let's make some fruit salad today. Oh, Not even a good song in, in children's uh, no. music. Oh, Turn it down. That um, the Wiggles are something else. I mean, the the chorus to that is yummy, 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 yummy fruit salad. <laughs> fruit salad is yummy, 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 yummy fruit salad. Yep. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. But we did see them in concert. How was that for you? There, actually, I found them to be a pretty good band. I think they rocked. We oh, had yeah. we had tickets up in the rafters of the Universal Amphitheater. And I called my good friend Paul Gilmartin, who uh, played hockey with, uh, with a guy named Nick, who was head of security at Universal Amphitheater. And I said, I'm taking Sarah to see the Wiggles. Is there any way we could get better seats than what we have? And he goes, yeah, I'll call my friend Nick. So Sarah and I show up, and we're like in the fifth row on the floor. Yep. And there's just like these two nice, comfy folding chairs that they just like kind of inserted Inserted. Why did I say it's so inserted? <laughs> inserted. Inserted in the row, and that was, and they were taped off. Pat and Sarah. So that was amazing seats. Who's the one guy? The one guy I hate on the Wiggles is Jeff. His character is he falls asleep. That's the weak. <laughs> that's the that is the lamest of all. Uh, I mean, look. One guy goes, okay, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna really like music. The other guy's like, I'm gonna love to eat. One guy said, I'm gonna be a magician. And Jeff, who obviously could care less, said, I'm just going to be a guy who falls asleep. What about Captain Feathersword? Yeah, Captain because Feathersword a real sword is, is dangerous. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. A dangerous. So he tickles people. He with tickles his people sword. with his sword, which I think is illegal in some countries. It's a little creepy. It's, it's a, little a little creepy. creepy. Yeah. yeah. Like if children show up backstage, is he tickling them? Is he tickling the parents? Oh, I don't, I don't like where this has gone. No, yeah, let's, let's take it somewhere else. Uh... So that was, a, yeah, we did see the Wiggles. You at the time were not uh, into loud noises. I'm still not into yeah. loud noises. But you hung in, you hung in yeah, for the whole show. Yeah. Do you remember what you, what you bought as, a, as your souvenir? Why would I remember that? You got a Captain Feathersword hat. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that you're railing against. I always brought it today. I was going to see if Kyle would wear it. Do we still show. have it? I think we do. Why, do you want to dig it out and wear it? No, I want to burn it. <laughs> uh, so, Sarah, the reason you're here is um, last Mother's Day, you made Mom a Mother's Day CD for mm-hmm. Mother's Day. And I, yep. I was very jealous. Yeah. And then Christmas rolls around, and you make Mom another CD. You've gotten the order of this wrong. Okay, you tell me then. I made Mom one for Christmas, Okay, and then I made her a Mother's Day one. I didn't wait like... 
First I made her one for Christmas, okay. and then Mother's Day rolled around, and I made her another. Okay. Well, after that Christmas one, I was like, hey, where's my CD? How come I didn't get a CD? But then, on my birthday, yep. made me a CD. Yeah. Have it right here. It says, aptly titled, Songs for Dad. And it's got, uh, you might, who helped you, who helped you come up with that title? Jeff from the Wiggles? Sounds lazy. That sounds like a, uh, like a John Mellencamp CD. Or yeah, something. Songs for Dad. The other two were called Songs for Mom. Yeah, so. right. Both of them were? Not even Volume 1 and Volume 2? Now that's what I call Songs for Mom. You're <laughs> <laughs> uh, mean. This has 20 songs on it. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed all these songs. I, and these were all, most, for the most part, uh, I think there was only one song I had heard on here, and it was uh, Dog Days Are Over by Florence Plus the Machine. You hadn't heard Uptown Funk before? I had heard Uptown Funk because everybody <laughs> in the world knows Uptown Funk. I just put and that I think, on the And let's, let's, give it, let's give it the real gauge. Let's ask Kyle. I think everyone likes Uptown Funk. Kyle? Yeah, I actually do like that song. And I don't like Bruno Mars. So See, that's, that's a miracle. Surprising. Wow. If Kyle likes it, that means everyone, everyone likes it. I liked it because I thought it was an older song the first time I heard it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of songwriters that uh, think that too, as they sue. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's just a fun song when it comes on. But who comes on the radio, Sarah, that we do not like currently? Ellie Golding. Ellie Golding. She's coming on Every nonstop. Day. She has too many L's in her name. Yeah. <laughs> And what, is, and what is that song that we always hear? On the light. Love me like you do. Love me like you do. It's oh. the same song. Oh, yeah. And I don't like Ariana Grande either because I don't no. like the way she phrases her words. Like She says temporary and she's like temporary. That's because she's dumb. She's on that show. She's that dumb, oh, she's that that dumb, dumb girl. Dumb girl on that show. You don't think that's a character? I don't have a problem. I, no. I don't. I actually don't. As, as a person, I don't have a problem with Ariana Grande okay. whatsoever. She's actually like if you... Look at some stuff. Like she's actually one of the better celebrities as far as being conscious of stuff. Her music give terrible. Her temple. Give her time. Uh, yeah, give her time. At least some temple where we. Blah, 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 blah. It's like baby talk. <laughs> I don't like baby talk she, singing. Yeah, she weirds me out when she performs because I feel like she's twelve. I would rather hear fruit salad is yummy yummy than Ellie Goulding and. Yummy yummy my tummy. Um. So Sarah, yeah, first year of high school is done. Can yeah. you, that's unbelievable, yeah. right? It's unbelievable for me. How was it for you? It wasn't fast enough. It wasn't fast enough. You enjoyed it though. Yeah. It didn't seem like a hard transition for as you. As much as someone could enjoy high school, I guess. But I mean, you went to a high school where you didn't know anyone. You knew yeah. like you knew like a couple people that were in grades above you, but you didn't know yeah. anyone in ninth grade. Mm, and that's yeah. pretty scary. I wanted a change, though. Like you did um, want it because this is the high school you wanted to go to. This high school, and mm-hmm. it's not—it's not really conveniently located to our home. Yeah. But we thought, well, if this is the high school she's chosen, then she'll probably thrive and enjoy it. And I think that's what's happening. You're in the photography program. Yeah. Uh, my favorite photos that you've done recently, because I'd like you to do some of these with Kyle and I. She does. Uh, they're called multiplicity photos. Where there's like there'll be like three Kyles all in the same photo, oh, in a row like that poster with Michael Keaton. Well, no, she does. She does pretty. She does, has one. She did one where um, she had her friend Dominique pushing herself on the swing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's she like did. one of the easiest things to do in Photoshop. Don't say honestly. that, people. With just it's tell, really easy. No, tell people it's really difficult. Like, like when people go, how did they do, do to just pay you for yeah, it? Yeah, when, when people say, how did you do that? Go, I I can't even get into it. You won't even understand the technology. Or just explain the process 
as it is, but in the most complex way. Yes. Like, well, you need oh. to. Well, first you need to download this. <laughs> uh, and who was the kid in your class, uh, the young man, I'll call him, that he did one where he was actually climbing out of his own mouth? <laughs> that would be Gus Camp. Gus Camp. That sounds. And course, did it look? Did it look? His name is Gus Camp. Gus Camp. Did it look really good? Did it look great? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. He's a weird mm-hmm. dude. Really weird dude. <laughs> well, he could have been crawling out of his own butt. That might have been worse. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's what I want to do. I want to get into. Uh, I want to get into some of the songs that were on the CD. I want to talk about them. I want to find out what you like about them. Who's your favorite artist right now? It's still Taylor Swift, correct? I guess. I don't know if I have a favorite artist right now. Like, I'll always love Taylor Swift. Is it Gus Camp? Gus Camp's pretty great. (laughs) Um, The things that come out of Gus Camp's mouth when he sings are are so Gus Camp. (laughs) Hey, um, the only thing we disagree on right now with Taylor Swift is I I do not like the new Bad Blood with that rap in it. I don't mind it, and I hate rap. And I don't mind yeah, it. Yeah, so I, uh, I just don't. I, I, think it's, I think it's ruined the song. I don't think it ruined the song. That's, that's so far. And I like the remix that they did with it. And then I, I don't mind the rap portion. I it just actually, don't know why I don't like it. Fine. Because she's not a rapper. Well, she doesn't well, rap. She, she, doesn't has a, rap. Who, she has a guy come in and rap. Oh. It's, uh, I might like it if she raps. She's not a rapper. <laughs> that's why it's not good. <laughs> Also, Sarah and I both have uh, Rita, who did our intro for us many weeks ago, uh, has a horrible cold right now, and I think we both yeah. have a little bit of something. You have, you think you have allergies? I just think it's allergies. Yeah. So if my allergies see, have been acting up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I have like a little bit of a husky cough right now, which makes makes me sound manly. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's get into this. The first song I'm gonna I'm gonna play from this. I'm not gonna play all twenty. I've narrowed it down. To about uh, we'll play six or eight of these, but the first one was like dead on perfectly, perfectly perfect for your dad, because it's actually a remake of a song from one of my favorite artists, Rick Springfield. So this is an artist yeah. called Mary Lambert, and this is her take on Jesse's Girl. Jesse is a friend. Yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine. But lately something's changed, it ain't hard to define Jesse's got himself a girl and I wanna make her mine And she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving with that body, I just know it And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night I wish that I had Jesse's girl I wish that I had Jesse's girl What can I find a woman like that? That's pretty stellar. That is amazing. And the first thing I asked you was, why isn't she changing the, the genders when she sings this? Uh, that's a little confusing to me why she's not doing that. And you, you corrected me. You told me, why isn't she doing that? Because Mary Lambert's gay. Okay. So she, uh, she really does want Jesse's girl. Jesse's man. <laughs> no. no, she doesn't want Jesse's man. But you don't man. like when they change the genders. Like You don't I like d- in the Rod Stewart where he's like, well, natural man. A, a man should not well, be singing well, that song. That's why. Go ahead. What were you going to well, say, I mean, honey? Like I don't care, honestly. I think... Like, 
It's also, just, think, it's also just a cover. You think anyone can yeah, sing anything so, 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 and that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I think I, like I don't think you have to change the gender of song, especially when it sounds weird. Yeah. Well, if I ever if if I ever get Rick Springfield in, I'm going to ask him what he thinks of this. I'm sure he's going to love it because cool. that is stellar. Oh I yeah, love it. So love cool. coming to the mailbox every day, and getting, getting check, that check, picking up that check. And I mean, like it, like uh, with Mary Lambert, mm-hmm. she brings a new meaning to it if you listen to the whole song yeah. from her perspective. Yeah, I love it. I think yeah. it's fantastic. That's it's one a of really my, good cover. That's a really good cover. And um, thank you for that one. I, I would. It. You asked me who my favorite artist was. I yes. do say that Mary Lambert's up there. Oh, she is. Yeah, definitely. How many albums does she have right now? Just one. Zero. No. She <laughs> has. She has like an album and then like a couple singles. Like an yeah, a couple EP. Sing- an EP. Yeah. Extended play is what we called that when I was a child. Cool. A whole album was I call a, it an app. Whole album. <laughs> do you have that app for your phone? Yeah. Or do you call that an app? I call that an ip. An EP was like four song, was like four, four or five songs. Yeah. An LP was a long play. That was usually 10 songs. Okay. Yeah. I remember when uh, Sarah first saw my autographed album covers on the wall and she was probably like five or six. Oh God. And she's like, what are those anyway? And we were like, those are, well, those are records. And you're like, what's a record? <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, really? She wouldn't know that at all. Then we tried to explain it to you and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm five. I don't know anything. Yeah. Well, until you and even no, no matter what age you are, until you actually actually see a needle drop on an LP, it really doesn't make any sense. And then it's still to to this day, it still doesn't make sense to me how there's like how wax can make sound. How there's sound in the grooves of the album, and, oh, yeah, and, and, I don't... A, and a needle picks it up and it goes up the arm into a wire and through, you know, the receiver yeah. and out the. Sp- I don't even. I don't know any of how that works. I understand a CD way more than that. I think I do too. Oh, yeah. it's so crazy. <laughs> All right, let's go to number two, and this is a song by the aforementioned Forrest, uh, Florence or Forrest, Forrest and the Gumps. Forrest, that's how, uh, that's Forrest, how Ariana Grande would say it. Yeah, Forrest and the Machine. machine. This is uh, the Machine. This is from 2009 from the album called Lungs. This is uh, Florence plus the Machine, and this mm-hmm. is a song you chose. There are actually three Florence songs in here, but I like this one a lot. Florence this is, is Kiss with a Fist. Me once, I hit you back. You gave a kick, I gave a slap. You smashed a plate over my head, then I set fire to our bed. You hit me once, I hit you back. You gave a kick, I gave a slap. You smashed a plate over my head, then I set fire to our bed. Oh, my black eye has no Every time I hear Florence and the Machine, I'm like, that's what Jack White would be if he was a woman. If he was a woman, right. Yeah. He would be that good. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this sounds like she's in an abusive relationship. What's going on with this? How do you take this song? I don't know. It's like really aggressive. I don't think any of it's literal, obviously. Okay. I don't know. There's, she has a lot of songs. They're, they're really random and you just Do you think the machine them. is beating her up? <laughs> Well, let me tell you something. If you ever, if you ever oh, date a guy that's uh, treating you like in this song and come over and kick his butt. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. None of this kiss with a fist. Use your lips, people. Why do the young kids have to kiss with their fists? <laughs> They're fist bumping. Are they just fist bumping? 
I'm going to have to print these lyrics out and read them carefully. But I do like that song. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun, abusive song. <laughs> Stop. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, okay, now the next song that I picked was weird to me because this song came out in 2001, which means you were one year old when this song came out. Is this a wiggle song? No. <laughs> you, were, uh, you were one year old when this came out. And then I th- started to think, well... When the Beatles and the Who and the Kinks and that music came out, I was zero or one, and I love that music now. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe you'll still like this band if they're around when you're my age. But this is a this is a, a band called the Shins, and oh, yeah. and this song is called New Slang. Now that that song was featured in a, in a movie called Garden State in 2004. But how did you uh, how did you find this song? Uh, I my friend Georgia and I when we were first mm-hmm. getting to know each other because she came in kind of mid semester. Right. Uh, we exchanged some music because I was just like, "What music do you listen?" Wait a to? minute, did Georgia got a CD before I did? No. So that's what it we sounds were, like. No, we were in French class, not paying attention. Okay, and not wrote, what Dad wants to hear. Yeah, I know. Um, and what are you getting in French this uh, when your report card comes? B. What'd you get last semester? A. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. This Georgia, Georgia came in. She's a bad influence. Yep. Um, okay, go ahead. Continue. And so we wrote a couple songs on each other's like French books. And okay. then we went back and listened to them. And The Shins was one of the... The Shins' new slang was one of the songs that she had written on for me. And I really liked it. And she has older brothers. So maybe that's how she knew of that. Yeah. I think her older brother, Sam, is about... Kyle's age. Okay. And that's where she gets a lot of her music. So. Okay, cool. All right, good. Because I was wondering, how would she find that song? Yeah. I don't think she liked, she watched Garden State. She's a fan of disappointment. We are moving on. Oh, now, now, this next artist, I liked her so much, I picked two of her songs that you gave me. This is uh, Ingrid Michelson. Oh, yeah. What can you tell me about this lady? Um, she rocks some glasses, uh, a la Lisa Loeb. Uh, <laughs> that was that's a response of someone not even paying attention or caring. <laughs> so tell me, how'd you find Ingrid Michaelson? Tell me about her. Paying attention. Um, uh, Spotify has a feature where they recommend stuff to you. What is this Spotify? We've been over this. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and normally I don't pay attention to it because it's. Because it great. sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's not great. Because it'll just recommend anything. But hey, you hey like, if you like Pink Floyd, maybe you'll like Ingrid Michaelson. Is that yeah. is it that kind of thing? Yeah, it's sort like of. if you like Nine Inch Nails, hey, check out Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I do have a feeling that certain artists might pay to sort of I be think recommended so, I think you're right. more. Gotcha. I see. Um, 
but I know I knew that like some of my friends, because uh, you can also follow people and see what they're listening to on Spotify. I saw that she was coming up for a lot of my friends too. Okay. So I was like, why not? Uh, and I found some songs that I really enjoyed. And then uh, Mom seemed to really like her. Yeah. Said that you might like her. So. And there's uh, she's been making uh, albums since 2005. Yeah. And she has uh, six albums. She has a lot of music. She's 35 years old. She's older than I thought she would be. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to uh, uh, we'll uh, do two quick tracks from her newest album called Lights Out. First one is called Afterlife. Living like you're dying a glass to everyone who thinks they'll never make it through this life to live a brand new start you and me we got this you and me beautiful beautiful we are we are gonna be alright we got we got we always got the fight in us Everything cool? You're, I saw you looking at the uh, feed over there. I was making sure everything's cool. Up to snuff? Yeah. Cool. Um, this is a very independent artist. She's um, on these independent labels I've never even heard of. And that music sounds great. Yeah. She also writes this stuff too, which is uh, refreshing mm-hmm. because I know a lot of people sometimes don't, the newer yeah. artists. It takes like eight people to write a song yeah. about roaring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so how did you, uh, how did you find her? I told you. You just told me that a second I just ago. Told you that. Yes. I might have. Uh, okay. That's that's the response of someone not listening or caring. <laughs> I will probably edit all that part out. Uh, uh, let's hear one more from her uh, from the same album, uh, um, the Lights Out album. This is called "Girls Chase Boys." Sarah, let me ask you real quick. Uh, how did you find this artist? Uh, now, hey, you know what? This this album has 14 songs, and it includes a bonus disc of six more songs. This uh, this Ingrid Michaelson is really uh, putting the music out there. And while both of the songs that I put for you are like, I would say more pop, poppy, more energetic. Yeah. Um, there's her music's actually like way more diverse than that. Like what? 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 Rap. You, yeah. What a rap. Yeah. Is it more depressing? Slower. Not like depressing particularly, but there's just some more. A dirge? Is it like... Oh my God. What did you do? Kyle was signaling to me that he had heard this song before and did not particularly like it is what I was Uh, getting. It's okay. It's it's refreshing. It's better than a lot of the 
yeah. crap on the radio. But I, I, I thought have... I was going to say it's better than a lot of stuff that's played on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I would say that, but. Wow. Hmm. How dare you? This is Father's Day. Treat me with respect. It's not Light, yet. Lights Out. That's the name of the album. That's what I'd tell yeah. Ellie Golding. <laughs> Uh, now this is actually a couple of days before Father's Day that this will air. What are we doing? It's Father's Day is in a week from this record. What are we doing for Father's Day? I'm going to see a movie, and you're going to eat your pineapple upside down cake. Yeah, I'm going to eat a whole cake. Yep. What movie are we going to see? Inside Out. That's going to be fun. Are you going to go see Inside that? Inside Out, Upside Down. Oh yeah, Inside Out, Upside Down cake. They're all messed up. That's what I'm going to call it. It's Inside Out, Upside Down cake. Are you going to go see that Pixar film? Yeah, I'm going to see that. Pixar films are good for everybody. Yeah, always. This uh, cars too. Cars, true. cars too. Yeah, Just that's true. Just to say that. The um, that's always the one people go, cars too. Uh, the only people happy about cars too are the people that made a Bug's Life because <laughs> now it's no longer the worst one. <laughs> yes, thank God. We are going to uh, speaking of animated films. This next song that we're going to play was featured in a movie that you like very much, Big Hero, oh. Big Hero Six. Yeah, and this is a song by Fallout Boy. Mm-hmm. And I've known Fall Out Boy for a long time. Yep. So when you back sleep, when they were good, back when they were good, how dare you? But um, <laughs> it's not like wrong. But you do like uh, you do like a couple Fall Out Boy songs. Well, I, yeah, I like I like their older stuff and their newer stuff. Yeah. I put some. I don't know. I thought I thought you would like this song because it's you've probably heard yeah. it before. And I, I told her I did like it, but uh, it was uh, the two Fall Out Boy songs were the ones I liked least on the whole CD, which mm-hmm. is actually. That's actually I meant that as a compliment. What's yeah. uh, what's the other what's the other one on there? Uh, the Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. But this <laughs> one is judging me. This one is from Big Hero Six and let's hear a little it's bit of centuries. <laughs> like centuries. She likes centuries. <laughs> this is this is well let's hear Immortals and you guys can uh, arm wrestle. Great was Big Hero Six. Really good, Kyle. You have a good. It was. I love that movie. It's a pretty fun movie. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for Big Hero Seven. I assume that'll be Stop. the follow up. Probably, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, I put these on because I like. Well, I was really liking Immortals around this time because it was it wasn't overplayed. And it yeah, was that's new. that's the best out of that. But that whole album sounds to me like they're just they're like oh, in five years we want to play at the Super Bowl. So let's put, make a pop album. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they played the Super Bowl, what, uh, what will your dad say? Ah, who are these people? Get me a diamond. I like the Phoenix, so. When um, hmm. I talked about our first concert that we saw together, which was the Wiggles. Second yeah. show we saw together was. Taylor Swift. And that is, and people think I'm joking when I say this, it's in the top five concerts that I've ever seen. Yeah, it's. I would put her up there with uh, Roger Waters performing The Wall, 
with you two from a couple weeks ago with uh, I think the innocence and experience is that what the um, two words that no one cares about. Yeah. <laughs> that tour was amazing. And this Taylor Swift show was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. You know, and I do like her music. People don't, I, I always say, people go, oh, you like it because your daughter likes it. I go, no, I listen to it when they're not in the car, too. I really, really think she's a great artist. Don't know how much you should admit to that, but okay. Well, me and, uh, and my friend uh, Garen Cockrell, we both like it. So everyone mm-hmm. can, uh, you know. So you Garen are going to the show then, right? I would love it. <laughs> but um, but when we went, you were about uh, 11 and a half or 12, and you had made a big sign. What? Wait. Well, 2012, you were like 12 and a half. Was it? I f- wait. The album came out in 2012. Did we see her in 2013? Yeah. Cause we, okay, yeah. so you were... 12 and a half. I was 12 and a half. Okay. okay. So you had made a sign. Mm-hmm. You had made a sign to hold up. Mm-hmm. And you were waving that, and we weren't we weren't close enough for her to see the sign. Yeah, but you were waving it like crazy the whole the whole time. And sometimes, yeah, I don't think uh, because you you were younger, I don't think you were aware of your surroundings. So you were like maybe getting it close to some people, and I kept thinking she can uh, pop someone's eye out with the corner oh of the sign. God. So you were swinging, and at one point, like this is deep into the show, I had said, I had said. Uh, Hey, so hang on, you don't have to wave it all the whole time. You can put it down. And you got really mad at me. You were not happy. And I did not know why. You- I don't remember this. <clears throat> well, I I'm telling you say what. that. I'm telling you what. And you were really mad at me. And I didn't know, understand why you were so mad. So then I said, oh, yeah, you, you can pick it up and you can swing it around. So then um, when we were leaving that night, you, you had told me, you had said, uh, well, I didn't get picked. And I said, I don't know what. What do you mean you didn't get picked? You said, well... The, the, the fans are the most excited. Taylor Swift's uh, handlers will go around and find them and take them backstage after the show. So that's why you were going so crazy up yeah. there. See, I didn't know that. There are... Because yeah. you just sneak backstage. Yeah, I just sneak backstage. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a big deal. It's been going on since like for a while. Yeah. It's like the Speak Now tour, I think. It's pretty cool that she does um, that. Yeah, she's, she does, she's doing it with this tour and... All the others, and now there are like so many people mm-hmm. who are trying to do it every time that it's like almost impossible. Now she picks the most calm fans. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt uh, bad when we were leaving because I'm like, oh, that's why she was waving the sign around so so crazily, and that's why she was mad when I told her not to. And I hope she doesn't think that she doesn't get didn't get picked because no, I told her to put the sign. I didn't think that. I know. But and I didn't think that I would get picked either. But so. you were trying. I was trying. Uh, there were some crazy fans. They had like light up suits and Oh yeah. There's you know. there's like that like every year. They're nuts. What are the Taylor Swift fans have an, are they are they Swifties? Mhm. Is that what they're called really? They're called yes. Swifties? Yes. I'm a Swiftie. <laughs> uh my favorite song that she played that night was uh well, we're going to play a little bit of it right now. Uh, and I loved it because uh, these drummers popped out of like the, the floor and they all oh, had yeah. drums and they were going crazy on these drums and the song was called Holy Ground. So play a little oh, bit of yeah. that. <clears throat> I was reminiscing just the other day While having coffee all alone and Lord it took me away Back to a first glance feeling on New York time Back when you fit in my poems like a perfect ride
I love that song so much. You like um, that's when she dated a priest. <laughs> is that what that song's about? Mm-hmm. When the priest broke up with her? Yep. yep. That's not true. Both yeah. of you are lying. Uh, what is your favorite Taylor Swift album? Is it 1989? 1989's really good. I don't know if I can pick like a favorite album because yeah. every time a new one comes out, I like it more. Yeah, I like 1989, but Red Red for me is uh, is my favorite. Red is really good. And I like Speak Now too. Ah. But Red, I give Red a ten. I give Speak Now a nine point five. <laughs> I give 1989 a nine. It's a real harsh critic here. Yeah. Too much rap in 1989? Ah, uh, 1989 is so much rap, I can't take it. <laughs> Old man. Uh, I also like that she always releases like a deluxe edition with bonus tracks. And, and they're not just throwaways. Those bonus tracks are every bit as good as the songs that oh, are on yeah. the album. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. She's pretty amazing. So um, thank you, Taylor Swift. Here she is. Come on in. No, I'm kidding. Um, so let's get to another song. That Holy Ground was not on the CD you made me. That was just one I threw in because I want to be involved. But uh, the next band is, this band's really fun, Mr. Wives. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love their TLC show. <laughs> this, is from, uh, this is from this year. This is from 2015. The album is called Our Own House. And this song is called like cover. Imagination cool. Infatuation. Uh, the singer is uh, her name's Amanda Lee Duffy, or as they call her, Mandy, or mm-hmm. Mr. Wife. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually uh, she's actually Mrs. Husband. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, how did you discover Mr. Wives? How did I discover Mr. Wives? Mm. I'll ask you the same question in a minute. Yeah, I know. Um, I think I think I was. Oh my God, this is. I'm almost embarrassed to admit this, but I think they were featured in like a BuzzFeed article of like okay. new artists. And when I get really bored, I just browse through BuzzFeed articles. Mm-hmm. So it was like, maybe new- you should be doing your French homework. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not as fun. Top 10 artists. You didn't know you'd love immediately after you read this list. <laughs> see, see, like one of those things. Yeah. Okay. And Mr. Wives and a few others were listed on it. And this was actually before like the album, their first album, our own house had come out and they just had like an EP and some covers. Extended play. Uh, Stop. And so I checked them out and I really liked them. And then like a month after I discovered them, their full album came out and it's great. Yeah. You, you like that top to bottom. Slow down hipster. (laughs) I liked them before their album. No, I, I mean, it's convenient that I didn't like, like that's why I got into them so quickly. Yeah, no, that's then their cool. album just came out mm-hmm. right after. You didn't forget about them, that's what you said. Yeah. Let's go around the room real quick. Uh, Kyle, what are you wearing today? I'm wearing a Robin t-shirt. And what's on your head? A Batman Beyond hat. Okay. And uh, do <laughs> no. we have do we have do we have any Batman footwear that I'm not seeing? No. You used to have Batman he footwear. He doesn't have his Riddler I shoes. I used to yeah. have Riddler shoes. Yeah, they started to fall apart and then they stopped started making to. um I don't know, good comic book looking Converse. Yeah. They just have kind of, they're like weird, like 
There's a store called Journey, Journeys, and they have a couple of pairs. Yeah, it, it's just, but they're, the material's different. Yeah. And it's too busy. It's a mess. Did you ever? <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> and Sarah, I like the shirt you're wearing. What are you wearing? He just wants me to say that I am currently wearing a rock solid T-shirt. Designed by is Aaron? it Laundry Day? It designed, yeah. No, designed by Aaron Gould. Did you put that on because we were recording today, or you just put it on because you like? I that put shirt? it on because we were recording today, and I have like five shirts left. So it is laundry two day. Are yeah. not, you two are not making my day. <laughs> you know, I'm not feeling good at all. Um, before we, uh, before I play the last song on the list, uh, Sarah, this is the first of a. Of a, of a of a, of a, it's not two parts. It's uh, this is the first half of our show. Yeah, the first half the of half. This whole is gonna, episode. This is going to be the end of the first <laughs> half with Sarah, and then we're going to be joined by uh, we're going to be joined by someone uh, that relates to Father's Day in in Kyle's world. So, um, but before we go, you have um, <laughs> Kyle's son will be here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarah, you have a you have a YouTube page. Do you want to promote that here? Sure. Uh, tell us about your YouTube page. How can people find it? My YouTube channel is called Probably Sarah. Probably Sarah. So just look that up and you will find it. And you put a video up approximately once a week. Sort of. That might change. Might go by, there's, by there's, five a week now? Five. Yep. <clears throat> there's, yeah, there's, currently it's sort of dead, but it will be alive soon. It's not dead. Again. You just put a video up two days ago. No, I put. I haven't put a video up in a week. I thought you just put a video up. I just got an email, but you put a video up about you My, volunteering. Uh, no, do you get any negative comments that are like these? were used to be weekly, and this took eight <laughs> nope. days to get up. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so, and, and what's uh, what do you uh, mostly talk about on your YouTube channel? Is there a mostly? Like, well, I mean, it started out being uh, I, primarily about books. I started books. talking about books, and now I just talk about whatever the heck I want to talk about. And you have some follow. How many followers do you have? 170. It's pretty good. That's pretty, pretty good. great. It's not nothing. It's not nothing. That's true. Uh, also, what about, do you want to give out your Twitter handle or not? Twitter handle is just probably underscore Sarah. At probably underscore Sarah. At prob- sorry. Was, Whoops. Well, no, I mean, was probably Sarah taken? Yes. Yes. Well, who has that? Probably Paul Gilmartin. <laughs> Probably Paul Gilmartin might have that. Yeah, I don't know. Probably Paul. There are like <laughs> accounts that aren't even active that just have usernames that yeah, they can take. Yeah, it's weird. It's annoying. Pat well, Francis was taken. Pat Francis was taken. It's an African-American um, evangelist, um, uh, female minister. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's the person who comes up when I Google you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, dad looks different in this picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you looking her up to show Sarah? No, I was looking up. There's, there's a Kyle at Kyle Dodson is taken. And who's that? Someone with fifteen, uh, who's following fifteen people and with five followers. See, you should be able to claim that. Yeah, right. Just bully them into. And they, and they haven't ever tweeted. Uh, yeah, that's weak. Yeah. I hate stuff like that. There's that aforementioned uh, cough cold. Yep. Let's hear a little bit of um, my last song, and then we'll uh, close this out, this uh, half of the show. This is uh, a a band. I love this. I love these two. It's a duo. Sisters. Twins. Tenacious D? No. Oh. Tegan and D. No. Tenacious Sarah. Wait a minute. No. Tegan and Sarah. And this is a song called Closer. All I want to know is Can you come a little closer Here come 
I like that a lot. That's right in in the uh, in the arena of pop music. I like. I love yeah. that. And uh, Tegan and Sarah, twin sisters. Uh, yep. Identical. No, fraternal. They look a little different. Yep. They both rock in some short hair, though. Yeah. Yeah. They're also both gay. They're both gay. Yep. That's interesting when twins are gay because. That adds to the thing that I don't you, know where the, you're going. With this. I'm going to that adds to the uh, to the logic that um, that you don't choose it. That's how you're yeah. born. Yep. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, was, I was going to say something and I forgot. Well, hmm. were you going to ask me how I discovered Ingrid Michaelson? <laughs> um, they're actually. Oh, I was going to say they're actually not like their stuff is very pop, but they're actually still considered alternative. That's funny. Alternative pop? Sort of. I want to throw out a bunch of labels. Yep. Indie. Indie. Indie alternative gay. Gay pop. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a new, did I make up a new genre? No, I think that's probably a thing. That's a thing. That's probably a thing. I think it is. Well, Sarah, was this this a lot uh, less painless than you thought it might be? Mm. This was was easy. I told you Kyle would judge me, though. Kyle judges everyone. He was like, Kyle's not going to judge you. He barely talks at the Kyle, point. Kyle needs to get a job on uh, The Voice because he, he likes to judge. I would never turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I would have the easiest time. I wouldn't have anyone. You would have, you would have a button that, where your seat is an ejector I, I, seat. I, I would, would eject I, you I, I out of the I arena. would have a button that would just drop the person on stage through a chute. <laughs> you would have a button that, that dropped the other judges through chutes. It would just be you and Carson Daly on that stage. <laughs> I'd rather play Russian roulette <laughs> uh, well, Sarah thank you for doing this Very much appreciated Thank you for the CD I look forward to my Father's Day CD uh, in a week I assume um, that's going to be made I assume you're thinking about it right now Yep See what you should do is you go 10 songs And then you got two CDs there Instead of the twenty, she went twenty. You're shooting high. Yeah, she used the maximum. uh, Well, I didn't know this would become a thing. It was just a one-time Christmas. Well, no, no, it was a two-time thing for your mom, and I don't see why I can't have a two-time. Mom, and then you, and then I had a few more songs I wanted to show her. So, and now it's my turn. (laughs) Now it's your turn again. Uh, It's not going to happen, but I think it is going to. All right, thank you, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Probably Sarah on YouTube and probably underscore Sarah at Twitter. Yep. Kyle, thank you. And uh, it's now time to get into... Uh, my son. My son is going to be son's on. son's here. <laughs> yeah, uh, the second son. half of our special Father's Day show. Thank you, Sarah. Kyle's son, Brent. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> thank you, Sarah. No problem. I'm supposed to say, you're welcome, Dad. You're welcome, Dad, Father, <laughs> Pat. <laughs> okay, it's time for part two of our Father's Day episode. Part one, of course, had my daughter Sarah in the studio, and now we are joined in studio by who, Kyle? Tell us who's here. Uh, it is my dad and your brother, uh, uh, Kirk Dodson. Kirk, say hello to everybody. Hello, everyone. Hi, Pat. Hi, Kyle. Hi. Also, Casey, uh, your other son is sitting in. He's, he's not on mic, though. He's just, uh, he's just sitting in to listen and laugh. You want to give a shout-out? You want to say anything, Casey? Say hello. What's up? All right. Casey's been here before. His face is already red from laughing. <laughs> yeah. So what we're going to do, uh, what we're going to do for this part of the show is uh, Kirk and I are going to play songs that relate or or uh, remind us about being a father. Correct, Kirk? That's correct. That's, tell what us. I was, that's what I was asked to do. 
So that's what I did. So now let's talk a little bit about Kirk. Kirk, you live where? I live in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. Where were you born? I was born in Altoona, Pennsylvania. And how far is that from Hollidaysburg? About seven miles. And how, and how old are you? 57. So you're six years older than me. Correct. And how long have you lived in Hollidaysburg? Uh, except for a 12-year period of time when I lived in Pittsburgh. Yeah. All my life. Entire time. Yes. And it's, uh, what's the, what, I think we always say the population's around 6,000. Is that about right? About 6,800. 6,800. Yes. Now we're getting it's close to seven. since you left, yes. I'm going to say seven from now on, then I'm going to round it up. You dropped when you left, but then we, we picked up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and you are a high school teacher. I am a high school teacher. It's a second career for me. Do you have tenure? I have tenure. Yes, I do. So uh, how, what is tenure? I don't even know. what I always used to think it was 10-year. I used to think that's what they were saying. I got 10-year, which meant... I thought, I thought that too. Yeah. Was, oh, you work for 10 years, and then you yeah. get 10-year. No. So tenure mean, means what? A tenure basically means that uh, you are a, a senior teacher and that you can't really be fired unless you really screw up. And then, uh, and even if they, and then if you really screw up and they fire you, they you, they still have to pay you, right? Uh, I, I don't know about that. I don't. I, I, don't thought, think I, that's thought, it was, I thought that was like a, a lock that you get you get money no matter what. No, I don't. I don't know about that. When's retire? What's retirement age going to be for you in this job? Well, it's going to be sixty five because um, I've had several different careers, mostly mm-hmm. in public relations and marketing, but uh, never enough time in any one thing. And so I'll have to go to one sixty five, but but I'm okay with that. As, 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 as Could I it be earlier? Is there any way it can be earlier well, than sixty five? Uh, yeah, if I win the lottery, sure. Okay. <laughs> and if you win the lottery, you f- you finish out next year. No, then- if I win the lottery, I'm out <laughs> that day. Do you? Uh, what if you were in the middle of the school year? It's a Wednesday, and you win the lottery on a Wednesday, and then Thursday morning comes in. You go in and, and finish, and you do the day. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even go in. No. Do you, you call? Do you even call, or do you just not even go uh, in? I I might call, but what I would say I can't say here. <laughs> well, you actually can say here. You say whatever uh, you want. But here. I would rather not. We'll yeah. keep this one clean since Sarah's uh, at the first part. Yes. That way she yeah. can listen to everything. Um, so you have two kids, two sons, Kyle uh, and Casey. Kyle and Casey. Uh, you were uh, you waited deep into uh, you were married a long time before you had the first kid. Which is this guy. Yeah, Kyle uh, was born uh, June the 8th, 1989 at 4.41 a.m. And we were married uh, six years and 361 days when he was born. Wow. Yes. So, That's good. That's how you... But you were, you were also married young. Well... You were married at 24? Well, yes, but here's the thing. I, I thought that I was older when I got married because mm-hmm. mom and dad, of course, were 18 when they got married. Yeah. Well, that was and, a mistake. And, well, and they always used to say, don't, don't get married young, don't get married young, yeah. don't get married young. Right. And so... I figured anything over 18 yeah. was good. But I, I, I will say in hindsight that 24 was young to yeah. be married. That would mean that Kyle would have been married two years at this point. Yes, he would have been. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and it doesn't, that would not seem, let, let me put it this way. I wouldn't be ready for him to be married for two years at this point. Yeah. So. And, uh, and I got married at 34, right? Yeah. Yeah, 10 years. And that's, that's okay. So we had our kid like two years later. Right. And, but you waited a long time, which is good because you were young. Right. All right. Well, this is fun so far. What do you think, Casey? Uh, and, I, and, and just, just I, I'm amazed that you remember what time they were born. I don't, right. I can't, I don't know that. I don't have that in my database for my kids. Casey was born January the 12th, 1993 at 
twelve ten. Do you know how much they weighed? I used to know that, but I don't know it anymore. Yeah, Kyle weighed uh, six pounds eight ounces, and Casey mm-hmm. weighed seven pounds seven ounces. Kyle was nineteen and three quarter inches long, and Casey was twenty inches long. Kyle is still nineteen and three quarter inches long. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, yeah, I don't remember that anymore because it got pushed out of my head so that I could memorize the liner notes to the new White Snake album. So I had to push out all the information about my daughter's uh, height. You mean and all the all the liner notes to the new Deep Purple songs? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, do you have any uh, remembrances of your uh, idea? We'll pretend he's not here. Remember when Kirk was alive? Do you have any? No, do you have any? 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 Any highlights of uh, of your childhood? I have a memory. We went to Hershey Park okay. once. I was like four or five, maybe. Okay. Do you remember this? We went to Hershey Park. I'll keep going. No, I and, have uh, a memory right now. And uh, I was hoping you would go. Yes, this happened I, at four forty-two p.m. All, they have characters walking around that look like candy bars so like kit kat reese's mm-hmm. hershey bar right all the favorites yeah. so uh i wanted to see one so bad and for the whole day we didn't see any of them and i was so bummed and we were in the because it's not like disneyland here there's like five characters first yeah. five candy bars yeah disneyland so, there's a hundred so we were walking we were walking out of uh this one building mm-hmm. and in comes a candy bar and yeah. my dad spotted it when kyle there look there's a candy bar go get your picture taken with bar none <laughs> <laughs> a candy bar that they no longer make, and somewhere there's a picture of it. I'll have to find it. That's hysterical. Yeah. If, do you do you think you can find it before this posts? I don't think so. I tried to find it when I was home over Christmas. I didn't find it in there, so I have to go delve deeper. Maybe we can at least Google the Barnum character, character and yeah. see if he comes. I remember out. he had like blue sunglasses. Mm. He looked really cool now, for being a terrible candy. If this was a, a comedy movie with Steve Martin as the dad, Steve Martin would smear chocolate all over his face and yeah. come out and say, hey, I'm Kit Kat, <laughs> and have his picture taken yes. with his son. Wait, wait a minute, though. What? 26 years, and this is the only memory uh, we have? Yeah, that was a good, no, I have, good I have thing. Other, I have other memories, but I just can't think of one. That was the one Casey pulled okay. out. Yeah. That was a good one, though. Thanks, you, you, you searched for, uh, made your kid's day by finding the bar none. Yeah, I was pretty happy. But was, now yeah, looking back, I'm like... They didn't even make that candy. Why? Why don't you were easily that? pleased at that age? Why don't they so. make that candy? Bar What's now? in a bar? None. Look that up. Nothing. I know the Whatchamacallit has too much in it. Yeah, that guy would look crazy, right? Right. What's in bar? None. That's. Um, what if it was a trick? You open the wrapper. There's nothing in it. <laughs> bar none. <laughs> um, so it was um, released in 1986. Okay, here it was a. The original formula consisted of a cocoa wafer, okay. chocolate filling, peanuts, and a milk chocolate coating. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. I can't in 1992, the pro- product was reformulated into two wafers with a chocolate coating, peanuts, and caramel. Oh, I like caramel. when they add caramel to anything. It was discontinued in 1997, but is still sold in Mexico. What? Well, let's go down. Yeah, <laughs> we're here and uh, And uh, the, the initial advertising slogan said that Bar None Bar could... Quote, tame the chocolate beastie. Let's drive down and pick up a few cases. That is not, Don Draper did not write that ad copy. <laughs> tame the wild beastie? Is that what you said? Tame the chocolate the, the, beastie. That's terrible. That is, maybe that's why there's no longer that a That is bad. Um, well, okay, let's get into this. Let's do, Kirk, you picked some songs. I have a couple more songs than you have. Um, but I had you pick six songs. Yes, you did. Uh, our dad is still alive. Yes, he uh, is. As you guys call him, Pap Pap Joe. 78 years old. And, or uh, the mayor. Might be the most, it's the most difficult uh, greeting card purchase I make all year. 
because um, everyone I read it, that's not my, that's not our dad. We go, Casey and I go, when we get him a card, we get him any card that has a flag on it, <laughs> like a like an American flag, yeah. and then he cries and he goes, that's the most beautiful card I ever got, boys. Because he's a patriot. And then he puts that right in the middle. <laughs> And then why do you just when you find that card this year buy seven of them? I think I do. I do think this year for Christmas we got him the same card that we got him last year. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a tricky. It's a tricky card purchase. That's for sure. Because there's all of these things like hey, remember when I was there for you for those things and that thing? I'm like, "Mm, no, that wasn't it. (laughs) Hey, I've always been supportive. Mm, Nope, that's not the one. So then it's just the one like, hey, pal, have a good day. (laughs) Is what you end up with. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to be careful what I say because I don't know if he's going to hear this. How's or not. he ever going to hear this? Well, do, don't they, they don't even have don't email. They, but don't they know we're doing this? No, but they don't understand. They, they don't understand. Even on the drive down here, we talked to Nana on the phone, and I go, "We're doing the podcast." Oh, because they don't ask. Oh, That's and, the thing. and they what, don't ask. And what was Pap doing when we were? When you he guys. was watching Fifty Shades of Grey, <laughs> and then <laughs> he and he asked me, "Hey, have you seen Fifty Shades of Grey?" To which I said, "No." Not because it, I, I don't want to, well, you know, maybe watch a racy movie. Just I, I want to watch a good movie. Yeah, and and, and, he and knows, clearly and that's he thing. has no clue what it's about at no, all. Well, no, I think he does know exactly what it's about, but that's his way to, to get around. He pretends like he doesn't know. He he knows exactly. I thought it was what about I thought it was about the war. <laughs> no, I thought it was yeah, about uh, Confederates. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The Confederates. The blue and the gray. Well, I'm waiting I, for Fifty Shades of Blue. I, I'm sure he. Somebody told him that there was. Sex in it, so, so I'm sure. Sex in everything. Uh, so we're gonna play some songs, uh, and um, I always let the guests go first. But since I have a couple more songs than you, I'm gonna go first. It's your show. <laughs> <laughs> so the first we're gonna play two back to back, and these both relate to uh, my oldest daughter Sarah, who is a. Uh, uh, Teenager, she was. Well, you just heard her. You just heard her on the uh, mm-hmm. on the on the first part. She's fourteen and a half. She will be uh, starting tenth grade this year. That is crazy. But uh, the first song I'm going to play, I've played this before on this show, and it was also played on another podcast I did. This is a song by Don Henley from uh, an album that came out in 2000, which is the same year Sarah was born. And this song is called "Taking You Home." And I think it's. I think the song is about finding. Uh, someone you love like like your wife and taking her home but for me it rang since it came out the year she was born it rang true for me that this was uh when you bring the your baby home for the first time so this is taking you home by don henley i had a good life before you I've ever known 
line in there when it says uh, this love is like nothing I've ever known. I mean, I think everyone always says it's cliche, but they say, oh, as soon as you have kids, as soon as you see them, it's an instantaneous thing. Now, with your with your girlfriend or your spouse or your partner, there could be a love at first sight, but it's not the kind of bond and thing that you have when you see your baby. True, Kirk? Absolutely true. In fact, I'll, I'll express it this way, and I've told people this since I became a father. You know since, you're not on NPR. You can loosen <laughs> up. You can sit back in your chair. Well, you can't sit back in his chair. He's got to kiss that mic. Oh, that's true. Since Kyle was born, and that is, these are the only two people in the world sitting here that I would sacrifice my life for. I would... There's three of us here. Yeah, well, you're not one of the two. So... <laughs> But for Kyle and, and Casey, not even mom. But no, it's true. But, but it's absolutely true. Happy Mother's and Day. She, and she knows that it's Father's Day. And I know. I can, no, I'm wishing her I, happy Mother's Day. I know, but I can choose to give my life wherever I want to uh, on give Father's it for, Day. Be a patriot. Give, for, give it for your country. But I would, I would sacrifice my life for, for either of these two. And that's the depth of the love that, uh, that I have uh, for them. Guys, and now's the time where you say, and we would do the same for you, Pa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's my next song that relates to Sarah, and then we're going to go to Kirk. Uh, this came out in 2001 by Rod Stewart. It's a song called I Can't Deny It, but the reason I'm playing this, the lyrics might not have anything to do with uh, your daughter or your child. The reason I'm playing this is because Sarah was so hard to get down at night to sleep. This was the only song that we could rock her to and she would fall asleep to. And we played this song like incessantly. So many times I heard this song. I love the song, but Pilar would just be like, oh my God. Like when she'd walk in and she'd hear it, she'd go, oh, Sarah can't sleep. And I would just be like, like this, grooving <laughs> to the music to rock her to sleep. So uh, here's a little Rod Stewart. I can't deny it. much I love ya. I never put no one above ya. It's just you in my heart. And you're making me wild. How can I tell you how much I need you without you? I'm just a bleeding man. Yeah. So girl, it's right. Get excited. I can't deny it. When it So yeah, that was the nonstop. That was her lullaby. That was the song. I wonder if it would work now. Like if she's like, I can't sleep, and I just turned it on, and she's, she just instantly she's passes like, out. She's just out. Damn near put me to sleep too. I know. Oh, what are you talking about? That's Rod Stewart <laughs> from two thousand. I like his standards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you. Uh, I know you got six songs in the hopper, and uh, let's give you your first song and your little uh, your little anecdote or story and how it yeah, relates. This was a difficult thing that you you called me and asked me to, to choose six songs and to to narrow. I asked you to do this uh, seven years ago. We finally, <laughs> took them almost a year per song. And to narrow to narrow down to six songs uh, it was was difficult, but um, things that bring memories back. And I was just recently at my first. Dodgers game, my first time at uh, Chavez Ravine at Dodger Stadium. And uh, after having seen it on television for uh, years and years and years to actually be there was pretty cool. But we're not Dodgers fans, we're Pirates fans. And, um, but this song uh, has. Just to uh, be clear, you're talking about last night. 
Well, I didn't know if I could say last night because of when this is going to air. When oh, yeah. Gonna you air? Can, yeah. Okay. This, last this night. Yeah, last the, night. Thursday before Father's And the Dodgers, which were, and we were rooting for the Dodgers, we, and, and they came back and won against the Diamondbacks 3-1, to one, so it was a pretty good game. Anyway, um, and the Dodger dogs are, uh, they live up to their hype. They were really, really good. Pretty great. I heard you ate uh, two feet of Dodger dog. I ate two feet of Dodger dogs, and I was thinking about a third foot, but you know, a yard of Dodger dogs, I think, might be too much. Anyway, this first song is called... Dodgers. It's D-O-D-G-E-R-S. And it's a Danny Kay song. And back before... Explain uh, to our listeners who Danny Kay is. Uh, <laughs> Danny Kay was an actor and a singer and a dancer and uh, from back in the 1940s and 50s. And um, he was, you know, a famous entertainer back in, back in those times. Did uh, he rock? Uh, Danny Kay could rock. He's, he's in... <laughs> he's, he's in he rocks in peace. <laughs> He does rock in peace. He's in the movie Holiday Inn with Bing Crosby and uh, well, that'll that'll uh, help the people. And Rose, <laughs> Rosemary Clooney, who is now probably best known as the aunt of George Clooney. Yes, but anyway, um, who you don't like, George Clooney? No, I don't like George Clooney. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, George. If you're listening, I, I don't. And uh, and why nothing, don't you like him? Well, do you really want me to say? Well, yeah, it's, this is, that's the show. This well, is the I, show. You don't listen to the show. Here's the thing. I know I'm, how I'm, the show goes. Listen, you know. I think he spends too much time in philanthropy in other countries. I, I do. I, I think that he should. Americans support him. They go see his movies. And I think that he should right. do more work here because I just think we have people in need here. But anyway, hasn't he worked hard enough to get to where he is, where he can do whatever he wants with his money? Apparently he has because he does. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Uh, anyway. Um, so back before Bud Selig screwed up Major League Baseball, uh, <laughs> beyond, beyond repair with interleague play and uh, three divisions and wild card teams and all kinds of nonsense, I was a huge baseball fan. And so I had, back when Kai was born, you still listen to cassette tapes. Yeah. And whenever we would be in the car driving, I would always play, I had a, a cassette tape of baseball songs. Right. And this was on there. Uh, this was a song that Danny Kay had done, uh, I assume, soon after the Dodgers had moved from Brooklyn out to Los Angeles. And the beginning of the song, which I know Kyle's going to play, um, uh, well, you'll see why. Kyle always would say when this song would come on, the horsey song. And since we're just, uh, we're, and since, <laughs> oh, and since yes, and so the horsey song, and, and he loved it. And since we were right after uh, the first Triple Crown winner in 37 years, uh, it also has a little bit of uh, application so to it. edited. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but anyway, so this this is the song Danny K uh, D O D G E R S team team team. Okay. So I say D. I say Well, you missed the beginning. I don't. I couldn't find it because you wouldn't put anything on a flash drive. D O D G E R S. What's the beginning do? He's talking over it. It sounds like a horse race, like the beginning of a horse race with the trumpet charge. Yeah, like and then they go charge. Yes, that's yeah. exactly it. And that's exactly Okay, stop it, Kyle. Let's start over. Okay. Yeah. So take it from the top. Charge. So I say B. I say B. And he would be sitting in the back seat of the car and he would be rocking out to this. And he would say, if I wasn't playing it, play the horsey song. Gotcha. Yeah. And so anytime I hear this song. Oh, he had to, <laughs> yeah, he had to rewind. But anytime I hear this song, uh, it always makes me think of Kyle. And uh, we, we call it the horsey song. We do not call it by its proper name. And did uh, when they were little, did you did they have nickname? Did they have did you have pet names that you would call them? Like for example, we had Rita Pita, Sarah Bear, that stuff. I was Kai Kai. Yeah, well, Kai Kai. Um, 
and, and not necessarily after uh, the Hall of Fame baseball player who played for the Pittsburgh Pirates, Kai Kai Kyler. But um, yeah, Kai Kai. And what about this guy? Uh, well, we just kind of shortened Casey's name to Case. We call him Case. But Casey's a baseball name, too. That's true. You know, Casey at the bat and Casey Stengel. And yeah, it's a baseball name. It's a great name. <laughs> you, love, uh, you love presidents. I love. Who's your favorite president? My favorite president is John Fitzgerald Kennedy, without question. What's Casey's middle name? Casey's middle name is Kennedy. Kennedy. And, I, and Casey, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Casey does not like. His and I had name. I had the opportunity to actually meet uh, one time Ethel Kennedy and Bobby Kennedy's oldest daughter mm-hmm. Kathleen, oldest child Kathleen Kennedy, and I told them that uh, our youngest son's middle name was Kennedy. Because and they what, what said, was, keep what, moving. <laughs> what did they say? They, did they, they respond? Yeah, they did, and they 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 thanked me for that. And, because I met the um, I met the I met the lead singer of the Gin Blossoms, and they have a song called Mrs. Rita, and that's the song that gave us the idea to call Rita Rita. Okay, and I told him a similar story when I met him, and he's like, "That is amazing," he, and he signed a pick for her. Awesome. Now you would think, who cares? But I gave her the pick. I go, "Hey, the guy who wrote Mrs. Rita signed this pick for you." She's like, "That's cool." <laughs> and now, Kyle, you have an ama- you have I love your middle name is the best. What is your middle name, Patrick? Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> um, and you know, if I had it to do over again, if I had a sister who had you know any kind of uh, decorum about her, uh, oh, yeah, we don't like. Your I, I would I would have named Kyle Patrick. Okay, Kyle Dodson, Patrick Kyle, but our sister. Yeah. Um, said, well, what if Pat someday has a son? He wants to name him Patrick. We were going to terminate the pregnancy if we were going to have boys because <laughs> we wanted to have girls. So I, so I, I, we'll get an angry thing about that. I ceased and desisted from doing that. Right. Now, but but I but I like Kyle's name very yeah, much. Kyle Patrick is really any name it. that begins with the sound k is a strong name. Casey, Kyle, Kirk. Kyle, Kirk. yes, Maureen, <laughs> Murray. Murray. All right, I'm going to do two quick back-to-back Rita songs. This song is uh, came out in 2008. Uh, Rita was born in 2004. But when this album came out, the title of the album is Ten Thirteen. Ah, Rita's Rita's birthday is October 13th. And you know who the artist is for this song? Sammy Hagar. May I just interject for one? Yes, quick? hi. Ten ten thirteen is a famous date. Do you know that? Tell Not me. only was Rita born on that date, but in nineteen sixty, mm-hmm. Bill Mazeroski hit the biggest home run in baseball history when on he 10-13? won thirteen on ten thirteen October the thirteenth, nineteen sixty, won the go. World Series against the New York Yankees, Game Seven, bottom of the ninth. I yes. don't think we've ever had more sports talk on this show. Well, right you need it. <laughs> this show is, it's not, it's not sports solid. Um, so anyway, Sammy Hagar's birthday is also on 1013. So what we're going to do, do I have a time code for this, right? Yeah. You're going to play it from the beginning. Also, the cover of this album is a baby being held upside down. Really? Okay, so let's play the real, be- so Wait, Sammy Hagar's birthday? It's 1013, yeah. How cool is that? I think Howard Stern's is too, but we won't say uh, that. No, Howard Stern's is on Casey's birthday. Oh, Casey, oh, Rush Limbaugh, and Howard Stern. Oh, Rush boy, Limbaugh. You guys boy, have that's a suck. lot in common with those guys. Uh, so let's hear the beginning of 1013. <laughs> now jump to the time code. This is basically... Uh, Sammy Hagar wrote himself a birthday song, is what this is. <laughs> so jump to the time code. Also, the time code is 55. 55. You, and know, he, how, and he you know how he feels Yeah, he about can't that. drive 55. Let's 
good. We play this at every one of Rita's birthday parties. When the kids are ready to sing, we go, do you guys want to sing traditional or you want to go Hagar? <laughs> um, and Sammy Hagar has, a, has a, 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 a birthday bash for himself. Goes for three days in Cabo San Lucas, uh, Mexico every year. I bet they have bar none there. <laughs> I don't know. I know they have tequila. <laughs> uh, so my other song for Rita is, um, is an artist called, uh, called, his name is Billy Falcon. This is from 1994. Whenever Pilar and I would be at the mall before we had kids, we would see these girls who had like dark hair and were dark complected because that's how Pilar looks. And we're like, we have girls. They're gonna. This is what they'll look like. And uh, and they, they, our girls do not, are not dark complected. Although Rita rocks a tan in the summer, she does. But they uh, they have more fair skin. And um, and Sarah was born with the green eyes like me. And uh, but then finally, when Rita was born, Rita had the brown eyes. So this song is called, uh, even though she doesn't look exactly like Pilar, she does have the brown eyes, and this song is called Mama's Face. I remember it well. It was the 2nd of May. I took my first breath. You were born that day. With tears in her eyes, your mama pushed you out. Then there were tears of joy. Into my hands, in my heart, and your mama was calm. I was coming real hard. I counted your toes, then up I turned my gaze. Amazing grace, thank God she she got her mama's face, and it's a wonderful world. She got her mama's face. I got an. That's uh, Billy Falcon. The album's called Letters from a Paper Ship. Buy those Billy Falcon albums. That's they're a on, good song. They're on iTunes. He has I like great, that song. great albums. Uh, so now you're up. You got another song. So I double dipped. I did two for, that's the, okay. for the girls. It's your show. Uh, listen, um, as you well know, and anybody that's listening who has children knows, uh, n- none of your kids are the same. I mean, these two are brats. These. <laughs> These, these, these two could not be more different. I mean, they're like day and night. And um, we've always said that Kyle actually is very much like you, Pat, because mm-hmm. he has many of the same interests that you do, mm-hmm. uh, music and, and, and film and, and television and, and those types of things. And Casey is um, very much, I, I think, in, in many ways like me. He's, he's a, a very big sports fan, and, and, uh, and he likes those types of things. Hates George Clooney. But, but yet... <laughs> But yet they're, they're, I didn't say I hate George Clooney, I but I just, yeah. But, um, but despite their differences, I mean, these two are, are very close and I'm, and I'm glad about that. But um, Casey, when he was little, and I don't know where this came from or how this ever came to be, maybe one day he was, you know, unable to be entertained. And so we, we put this film in uh, the then VCR and he watched what? And, <laughs> and he watched it and it unleashed something that was just unbelievable he would then watch this film over and over and over again sometimes 3 4 times a day and how old was he from beginning to end 3 4 years old and and we and, not an appropriate film for a 3 year old uh, well pulp the, fiction well the, the film <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the film uh, is True Grit, uh, and the original one. Uh, That's because the remake wasn't made yet. That's when right, three. and it shouldn't have been. But anyway. <laughs> um, hey, my co-host's wife was nominated for a Academy Award uh, for that well, movie. Well, I told you last night that the, co- that the costumes were fantastic. Okay, good. Okay. Just want to clear but the Murray? Film, yeah, Murray, very good. Right. Great, great costumes. costumes, but you know you can't out-duke the Duke. And as much as I like Jeff Bridges, uh, the dude did not abide in that, in that film. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, so Casey would um, would watch True Grit, and he had to get we had to get him a little cowboy outfit, mm-hmm. and we had to get him uh, uh, a six shooter, and we had to get him a cowboy hat, and he would then and he had a rocking he had like a rocking horse type thing. He had too. a rocking horse, and he would you know feel your eye hands. Patch, you, you have an eye patch? Uh, I don't I think. think pro- I think so. I think maybe. at one time he did have an eye patch, but anyway, he would he would act out as he watched. Uh-huh. The entire movie, and he knew every line, and it was funny to see, uh, comical, and some parents out there will think this is horrible, but it wasn't. He's grown up and is very well adjusted. Uh, even the line, you fill your hands, you... Can I say it on here? You can say whatever yeah, you want. say whatever you want. Fill your hands, you son of a bitch. And uh, he would do that. Uh, the famous do call, call, uh, call social services. <laughs> call social services. But anyway, uh, so... Uh, a song that always makes me uh, think of Casey uh, mm-hmm. because of this uh, uh, this love that he had for this film, and he he still watches it periodically from time to time. Uh, is the theme so- the theme song from the film True Grit by uh, Glenn Campbell, who was a co star in the movie? Okay, let's hear it. And Casey, will you sing along? One day, little girl. The sadness will leave your face As soon as you've won Your fight to get just a stun Some days, little girl You'll wonder what life's about But others have known Few battles are won alone so you look around to find Someone who's kind Someone who is fearless like you You know, if, if you've never seen that film, I, I would encourage people to, to get that film and, and to watch it. Uh, the original with John Wayne, for which the Duke won his only Academy Award. Uh, I would also encourage people to find the book uh, by Charles Portis and read that book. It and is burn it. I read no, no. I, I I I read that book when I was a kid, and it was a fantastic book. And um, but anyway, you know the um, remake is more faithful to the book. Well, than it, the it, it was, but you just you just and you if you guys do, are fans of both of those, get Rooster Cogburn and the Lady. No, oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 Hepburn. no, no, yeah. What did Mike Greenberg just say recently on Mike and Mike? They shouldn't make they shouldn't remake movies. And I, I've always agreed with that. Remakes are horrible, in my opinion. And as he said, he gave a great analogy. We do not rewrite books. That's true. So we shouldn't remake movies. I hope they remake Rooster Cogburn and the Lady with Jeff Bridges and then Martin Short doing his <laughs> Catherine Hepburn impression. <laughs> that would be great. That I would, would be go great. see that. that would I, would, be I would see that. So after, after Sarah and Rita were born, a couple years after they were, they were both with us, at one point I was thinking to myself, and I said it out loud to Pilar, I said, you know what? I go, Sarah and Rita are, uh, they're California girls. Well, East Coast girls are here. 
see that uh brian wilson movie when it comes out love and mercy is that not, you know i will probably see it but I, I don't know why paul dano just doesn't play brian wilson throughout the, the whole, whole movie he actually yeah. kind of resembles him and Sounds i think like that, and i think he could play him older also i don't know why he's also a good actor yeah he's also a good actor and i don't know why john cusack then has to come in and play him as the older person i guess that was some uh, trick they wanted to do i don't know I, it doesn't make sense to me de niro could do it from beginning to end <laughs> He always did the parts from beginning to end. <laughs> can De Niro sing in a high falsetto? <laughs> I doubt that he can do that. Though. I know what I was going to say. Um, you have to see the, uh, I forget what it's called, but uh, there's a great documentary on, um, on Glenn Campbell and with his, with his Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. and, um, and Glenn Campbell is, I, he's, he is fantastic. I know I'm backtracking, but he was all, Glenn Campbell was also in the Beach Boys. Yes, he, was, uh, he played guitar. He played what, guitar. what a guitarist. Yeah. It's called I'll Be Me. I'll Be Me. Oh, it, it, is it... Is it available now? Yeah, I think it is. Okay, it's not. It's not on. Uh, it's not on uh, VHS. <laughs> so you won't be able to put it in your VCR. No, I won't be able to. You know, I, I have to say that uh, talking about Glenn Campbell when mm-hmm. when I was a kid uh, and his TV show was on mm-hmm. um, his weekly TV show variety show and uh, what's that called? The Glenn Campbell show. I know. <laughs> and 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 what a, what a star he was, and mm-hmm. I, I don't think people realize today how big he was at one time, and how talented a man. He kind of had a comeback in uh, 2010, 2012. He had two big comeback albums that Mm -hmm. people, the young kids were grooving to. What a great musician. And, um... And because uh, I, I, we always talk about the first time, albums you bought and stuff like that. And I can remember the first time I think I saw uh, a 45 on a little record player. It was, it was a Glenn Campbell uh, 45. It was in Nana Berkheimer's house. I don't know. I think it was, maybe it was Paul's, our Uncle Paul's. I don't even think they had a record player there. It was like a little, it was a little, just a close and play thing. Oh, that thing. I remember. Yeah. That. It was kind of tan. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was, did, it was, did he sing Gentle on My Gen- Mind? That was his first big hit. That yeah. was probably what Gentle the 45 was. I remember it had a black and pink label. I don't know why I remember mm-hmm. that. I can't remember anything that I learned in history in college, but I remember <laughs> that. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, Glenn Campbell's great. He was, uh, played and toured with the beach boys. And, uh, it is weird to think that Sarah and Rita were both born in California Yeah, and they are absolutely to the max California girls. When they're at the yeah. beach, it is unbelievable with Rita boogie boarding at 10 years old in the ocean. Our, what would mom say about that? Our mom, if she saw Rita boogie boarding oh my god she'd want the paramedics standing by yeah. just in case anything she'd say happened. get down there with her <laughs> Stay, you gotta stand <laughs> down. we should just go home <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't like the beach <laughs> see both these guys were born in pittsburgh pennsylvania yeah. and boy had i known i th- thought about it i would have played the steelers polka because um, 
the uh, home of the six-time Super Bowl champions. That, by the way, folks listening, that's more than any other team in the NFL. Is there any chance? Who's, who's close to breaking that? Anyone? Uh, there are several teams. The 49ers have five Super Bowls, oh, and boy. so do the Cowboys, but they're both. They the Cowboys, that's America's team. Uh, in in Texas, it's America's <laughs> team in Texas. Yes, it's like if you don't if you don't have a team, you just like the Cowboys. Right? I think it's like what it is. Your turn. You are up next. Well, uh, you, you had mentioned Dad uh, at the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. and I mean, our our father is uh, a complicated man, to say the least. And I think I think that you know it's I think oftentimes sons can have um, difficult relationships with their fathers. I think they can be hard sometimes but casey kyle you want to this would be the time to let it out no okay and i mean despite the fact that dad has his faults and who of us doesn't i mean none of us are perfect um I'm pretty good he he certainly was um and is uh you know was a good provider when we were growing up i mean um i can't remember ever having anything or or, or wanting anything that i didn't have and i can also say too that um that's what you're supposed to do that's not, that but not every, but not every father does it. It's what you're supposed to, but not every father does it. Yeah, and and I, I don't think that that is the end all and be all of fatherhood. Is it, well, I, I providing well, stuff. Well, I didn't say it is, but he, but, I but totally many, disagree. But Agree many, to disagree, well, sir. But many, many fathers today do not, and and he did, and I, and, and many times working two and three jobs to do it. And I will say this too that, um, I'd rather have him work one job and be pleasant. No wonder he's crying. He's working too many jobs. And, and I and I always knew, and I still know this today, at fifty-seven years old, that um, he's always in our corner. He's always in these guys' corner. He's always in the girls' corner. He just he just is. And so, but one one of my memories difficulty showing that what corner he's in. He does. He does. But he's in the corner, making everyone in that corner he miserable. Also, he also apparently loves buying socks now. That's his new thing. Oh, yeah, that's like, his new sock? Like 30 pairs of socks a week. Well, that's what he's getting oh. for Father's Day. See, that's, that, 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 that's the thing. And, socks I, and, and I tell mom, I say, listen, you people can't be pulling this kind of crap now because, you know, if you, if you were going to be pulling this stuff, you needed to do it when you were young. So I kind of had a baseline. But I said, if you're doing this kind of stuff now. Doing what kind of stuff? Buying 30 pair of socks and then giving them to me because he <laughs> says they're too high or they're too low. Not even putting them on. He's in your sock corner. And I said, he's in my sock drawer. And I said... <laughs> I said to mom, because listen, I got to know whether you guys are, are losing it or not, mm-hmm. because you're at the age now when things could be, you know, yeah. stuff could be happening, dementia yeah. and whatnot. I can't be guessworking on that. But what is it with him in the socks? But anyway. Well, let me tell you something about the providing and the thing. But that's the thing, though, that he uses as he falls back on when he's being a complete A.H., then he'll go, hey, did you ever, did, didn't you always have food on the table? Didn't you always have shoes on your feet? Didn't you always have a roof on your head? And I go, I, that doesn't give you carte blanche to be a total jerk. It just doesn't for me. It doesn't for me. Maybe for you, but not for me. Well. I disagree with you highly on that. None of us is perfect. Well. And shame on us if we think we are. Right. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm saying and you can't even talk and reason with him when he, and, and he still brings that up today. We're, I'm 51. Hey, didn't you always have few, few And you just want to go, shut up. <laughs> yeah, we did. It's easy when you live 3,000 miles away. I can't I do that. <laughs> yeah, you need to move. Um, you need to change the locks. <laughs> anyway, I was, I was the oldest in the family, and I was, it was six years, as you had said, until you, mm-hmm. you came along. And I will say that... Um, 
I remember, you know, driving with dad in the car, various places. And now none of us in the family can sing a lick and none of us can carry a tune. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. You have not heard my Michael Bolton impression. <clears throat> this wasn't a setup either. No. Talk about love. Talk about trust. Talk about forever, baby. When you talk about us, it's not bad. You don't understand the full intent of my plan. Okay, that's cool. As I said, none of us can sing a lick in the family, and so <laughs> Casey, how was that scale one to ten? Be honest. Seven. About a seven. There seven. you go. And I haven't even warmed up yet. He has to say that we're staying with you right now. Anyway, uh, and he doesn't like hotels. Anyhow, yeah, Casey, you better say it to ten. Don't right now. Don't you have food and a roof on your over your head? It's a 12. Thank you. But I remember dad would sing two songs over and over again. Oh, Lord. And I, I only chose one of them. <laughs> okay. One, thank one, you. I thank one, you for that. One was, is, Oh, come all ye faithful. But he would sing the Latin version, Adeste Fideles. It could be the middle of July. Just because be he's learned song. this phonetically. He doesn't speak Latin. No, he does not. No, I don't think so. Anyhow. Um, but the other was um, Blue Tail Fly. I don't, I don't even know what that is. I, I think you will though. Yeah, I, I think oh, you really? will hear it. And this is this is this is Burl Ives' uh, version of Blue Tail Fly. Rock and peace, Burl. Another Christmas legend. <laughs> yes. When I was young, thing. I used to wait on the boss and give him his plate and pass the bottle when he got dry and brush away the blue tail fly. Jimmy Crack Corn and I don't care. No, okay. Jimmy Crack yeah, Corn got it and I, I don't thought this care. was called Jimmy, Jimmy Crack, Crack Corn. corn yeah. and I don't Who's care. My master's gone away. And when he'd ride in the afternoon, I'd follow <laughs> after with a hick. The pony being rather shy when bitten by a blue tail fly. Jimmy crack corn and I don't care. Jimmy crack corn and I don't care. But yeah, this is a song that uh, the the dad was singing. I have to tell you, when I was when I was younger, Mm -hmm. I thought it was uh, Jimmy crack corn as well. But he would sing this song over and over again. The interesting thing about this song is that it has its roots way back into the Civil War times. Mm And actually, uh, by some accounts, it was uh, President Lincoln's, one of his favorite songs, wow. Blue Tail Fly. Yeah. There were also only two songs back then. <laughs> <laughs> that and Audeste Fidelis, yes. Uh, and Froggy Went to Courtin', I think. Was, <laughs> oh, okay. Three. Well, I have two songs for Dad, and they, these both come from uh, Billy Idol. Uh, and they're both from his same album from 2005, from Devil's Playground. Uh, this first one uh, is a song called Scream. Play that one. My dad has no speaking voice unless he's out talking with anyone that's not related by blood. He's he's loud. Uh, and then this next one, again, this is from the same album from 2005, Devil's Playground. It just happens that these, both of these songs uh, remind me of my dad. Maybe I'll burn these for him for uh, Father's Day. Uh, this one's called, Kyle, what's this one called? <laughs> Yelling at the Christmas tree. <laughs> All the Christmas bells are ringing and the carolers are singing. Mom, daddy, he don't hear him. He's yelling at the Christmas tree. Santa's balls are jingling. Mommy's hips are wiggling 
I wonder if our dad's Billy Idol's dad because he's uh, Christmas is always a fight. There's always a screaming fit. You love Kirk. You love Christmas when it's coming, and then when it gets there, you're like, "Here we go, here yeah, we go." When's it stop? Well, one, one time we had a fire at our house at Christmas. Yes, I think I told this story before on this. Podcast. You tell it again. But uh, yeah, we had a fire, and it like. We we sprayed the fire extinguisher, got all over all of the food, so we yeah. weren't allowed to eat it. Even if it didn't get it on the like, food, like in a movie, yeah, the it was mist like in was the in the, the air. Yes. The fire was in the oven, and uh, so we we had to throw it all out. And he still to this day will bring up, he go, "Oh boy, that turkey looked so delicious that day." Wow, boy, I was hungry that day too. Oh, you're hungry every day. <laughs> and even when I was in the army, we had turkey on Christmas. Yeah, that was the only that was the only day, time in my life I never had turkey on yeah. Christmas. <laughs> I was just glad the house didn't burn down. Yeah, yeah, that's because that's the positive. Meanwhile, meanwhile, as soon as like the flame, we opened the oven and like some flames came out. We look outside. He's all of a sudden just outside with our cousin Eric. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that's the opposite of you giving your life for your kids. He's he's out. (laughs) He's down the block, seeing if the neighbors have any scraps of turkey left. (laughs) Well, I I, just just, (laughs) I I guess I've got to play devil's advocate here. I listen. You don't have to. Well, speak your mind. I mean, be truthful. Listen, you know, everybody has, it's a yin and a yang in life and everybody has you are saying the same thing over and over just in a different way. No, everybody has, everybody has a good side and everybody has a bad side. And dad just has two bad sides. No, he just is willing to show his bad side, I guess. <laughs> to, and, and, and in a very, very demonstrative way. But anyway, people I would mellow when they get older. Well, he has mellowed. He really has. Well, he, that's he, scary. He, you can even ask Mame and she can tell you that. But I, I would just say this. Um, our, our father's not a, not an ogre and he, he has done a lot of good for a lot of people outside of our house. Okay. Wow. So <laughs> it's your turn. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, mm-hmm. did you just play yelling at the Christmas tree? No, that was no, you. that was me. Okay. That was you. Yeah, I'm being a little bit nicer. <laughs> anyway, I just—it's all truthful on this show. Um, speak the truth. Like, I want to ask like, you something because your song choices are—they mm-hmm. skew very, uh, very old soul. Mm-hmm. Now you graduated high school in 1976. I was a bicentennial graduate. Yes, but you, see, there you, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but you don't you for some reason. The Zeppelin and all this, the Stones, all this stuff isn't in your DNA. It's on my iPod, right? But I mean, but this is this. These this is you. Real whatever you heard when you were younger with mm-hmm. the grandparents and the parents. Mm-hmm. Those are the songs that stuck onto your system. Yeah, they mean the most to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because they remind me of those people. It's not the first time someone's cried on the show. And, um, but no, those, uh, our grandparents were very important to me mm-hmm. and, uh, I miss them. Take a drink. It's okay. Guys, oh. reach out, put your hand on your dad's. But you have to think too, uh, you know, when I was the only child mm-hmm. until you came along, yeah. I spent all my time, mm-hmm. those first six years yeah. with adults yeah. and mostly with these people. Mm-hmm. And many of the songs that I still, you know, that I listen to and, and like most, I mean, are songs that mom, she's still with us, that mom played, you know, during the day when she was cleaning and so on and so forth. Right. And so that's why I, lo- I love Andy Williams' music because mom listened to that incessantly when I was a kid. So anyway. 
All right. Now, here's my next song. Kyle, what happened the last time I played this song? Uh, same thing that happens every time you play the song. What happens? You cry. I cry. This was played on the country episode with uh, Murray Valariano. This is a song by Trace Atkins, and it's called You're Gonna Miss This. Now, I got to tell you, I listened to this song three times today so that I wouldn't cry when we play it right now. So this song, Kirk, is about as your kids get older and they want to move on and they want to do some, the next thing and you mm-hmm. tell them, and you tell them, you know what? Enjoy this because when this is done, you're going to miss this. Okay. So uh, the third verse is the one that really makes me cry. So we're going we're gonna to listen to the second verse. <laughs> Before she knows it, she's a brand new bride in her one-bedroom apartment and her daddy stops by. He tells her it's a nice place She says, it'll do for now Starts talking about babies And buying a house Daddy shakes his head And says, baby, just slow down Cause you're gonna miss this You're gonna want this back You're gonna wish these days Hadn't gone by so fast Actually, if I would have played the third verse, uh, that's a great song. I'm going to have to download that. Yeah, you know, we uh, we say mind. buy your music. I mean, I'll burn it for you. Uh, <laughs> he's a country artist, and we'll give it to you. Uh, how many more songs do you have? Just two more. I got two more too. Let's do it. Well, this next song is unfortunately also by someone who is deceased. This is. Uh, They're not all deceased. Well, no, but it's no. it's primarily Mary Travers. Of Peter, Paul, and Mary. It is Peter, Paul, and Mary's song. It's called For Baby, For Bobby. And I think that anybody who has children mm-hmm. um, or grandchildren, and I, I don't have grandchildren yet, but if anyone who has children, I think, can relate to this song. And this is one that also often mm-hmm. makes me uh, makes me cry. Is it true Harry Connick's going to join those two? Peter, Paul, and Harry? Is that true? <laughs> I Play I'm just glad Pete Travers is still alive. He's you know, I was fortunate. All the reviews. Uh, you know, yeah, that's right. I, I will tell you, I was very fortunate to see Peter, Paul, and Mary um, towards the end of Mary's life uh, when she was and she was confined to a wheelchair. But I had never seen them before. That's a rough show. And I was so well. I mean, it was very sad. But I was. But she was in good voice, mm-hmm. and I was. I was very happy to have seen the three of them together. Let's hear it. By your side, I'll cling to the warmth of your tiny hands. Some stereo going on. Yeah, it's nice. And the headphones. Help you understand. I'll love you more than anybody can. There's a guitar in my left ear and a ghost and in my right ear. Down 
She does have a great voice. Oh, she has a beautiful voice. And there's a there's a PBS special. Uh, there's several Peter Paul and Mary PBS specials, but there's one in particular where uh, she sings this song to mm-hmm. her one of her granddaughters, and it's it's very touching and very moving. And if you donate just sixty dollars right now, you get them all. She'll stop singing. All on DVD. She'll stop singing. <laughs> uh, when you're a grandfather, what do you want to be called? You want to be Pap Pap Kirk? No, I just I just want to be Pap Pap. Yeah. Pilar and I have decided that we we want to be Mima and Peepaw, or or Mister President. We want to be Mima, Mima and Peepaw. Now I don't know what I, I don't want to be called. Pop pop. I think just uh, Grandpa Grandpa. Pat. Grandpa. Grandpat. Grandpat. (laughs) Grandpat. That's what I'd be called. Or how about how about Pat Pat? (laughs) Is that what you were going to say? How about Pat Pat? Uh, my next song is from 2012 uh, by uh, Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh does not have as good a singing voice as Mary Travers, but this is a song called Family. And um, you know, I was uh, before I moved out here and met uh, Pilar. I was doing stand up uh, for six years. Uh, you know, I would run into friends periodically when I would be back in Chicago, and we would. You know, you just go back to Chicago for a couple of days to pay your bills and do your laundry. So it was a very, it was very kind of lonely and let, and yet not not lonely because every night, you know, if you had a good show, people would tell you you you're great, and then you'd go back to your hotel and eat a whole pizza. But um, so this song is really a, for me is about uh, moving out here, meeting Pilar, having our kids, and and making what is uh, what is my family. It doesn't discount the extended family, but when I think of family, I really think of you know, me and my girls and my cat Fila. That's my newest baby. So let's hear a little bit of the song called Family. Also Kyle too, because Kyle lives out here now. So, uh, you know, but I don't treat you like my son, but I do say like, you know, when you get down there, you text me, send me a text. So I know you're down there, you know, stuff like that. But we're buddies, man. We rock. We out at white snake last night, having a great time. Yeah. How about that guy in front of us at white snake last night? The drum, like drum drummers playing drum solo. He turns to his buddy and goes, that's a drummer. That is a drummer. Shut up. See, and that's like, that's the difference I was talking about earlier. You and Kyle last night went yeah. to White Snake, and you two we went, went to the Dodgers Dodger game. Yeah, Case and I went to the Dodgers along with uh, Mame, the boys, my wife, the boys' well, mother. The wives aren't yeah. getting that much of uh, accolades. It's, not, it's Father's Day. It's, it's on Mother's Father's Day. Day. You got one more, and then I got a play out song. Okay. Um, both these guys, uh, Kyle and Casey, There's three of us here. 
<laughs> uh, both these guys have uh, favorite stuffed animal uh, that they sleep with. In fact, Kyle, we will cut this part out. I'm so right. sorry about this. It was, it was it was good to come out here and to see Beezer. Uh, Beezer is a stuffed polar bear yeah. that uh, my great aunt, Kyle's great great aunt, uh, my maternal grandmother's sister gave him when gave he birth was. To. <laughs> I was I was. It was my first Christmas. Your first Christmas. So I was, I was so like six about months six old. months old. And uh, this white bear, uh, who Kyle uh, called Beezer when he was old enough to... Actually, st- I called it B, like for bear, and right. then you and mom would go, oh, B, really? B, the Beezer. So okay. that's what his name okay. is. You should have called it Beebaw. Beebaw. Like Peepaw. So we had, a, we had a hand in that. So, so And Kyle still uh, has Beezer. I saw yep. Beezer on Kyle's bed at Kyle's apartment, so that was pretty cool. I actually took a, p- a picture of Beezer. He had the paw up waving. Beezer's had many surgeries and operations. And, yeah, he's kind uh, of he's falling apart. had the stuffing put back in him numerous times. Rock in peace, Beezer. Casey has, uh, Casey has uh, a stuffed dog, which uh, if you saw it, it looked like it has the mange because he slept with it so long that the, the fur is... Uh, is <laughs> Is is actually uh, gone from it, but it's called Wolf Wolf. Yeah, you hate uh, germs. I can't believe that you still sleep with no, that thing. We, we wash it we wash every it. day. He gets washed, <laughs> and also he uh, he has a couple of uh, Curious George uh, animals that he sleeps with. So because of that, um, this this song by Kenny Loggins um, called uh, "Return to Pooh Corner," and this is another one that makes me I cry. We're gonna play Danger Zone. <laughs> <laughs> This <laughs> this always makes me this, this always makes me think of the boys and um, and their relationship with their uh, good friends Beezer and Wolf Wolf and George. I was wondering how this song was going to relate. Yeah. Now we know. It's hard to explain how a few precious things seem to follow through while all our lives. After all said and done, I was watching my son Sleeping there with my bear by his side So I tucked him in, I kissed him And as I was gone I swear that old bear whispered, boy, welcome home Believe me, if you can, I finally come You know, Pat, you've, you've not experienced this yet, but, you know, someday, I'm sure, you know, when the girls are, you know, old enough and mm-hmm. spread their wings, I mean, oftentimes I will go uh, into Kyle's room at the house and uh, look around. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, the fact that he lives out here now, it's a long way. And uh, that that song, you know, I, I look around at his Batman stuff and uh, things in his room. Oh, and, and say, when's he going to come out and get this shit? <laughs> no, it can stay there. As far as I'm concerned, it can stay there forever. But, um, you know, it's hard. I mean, you, you, you raise your kids to mm-hmm. spread their wings yeah. and to... 
become the person that they want to become and do the things that they want to do. Mm-hmm. And you encourage that, but, uh, we miss him and, uh, we're, uh, you know, glad to be out here this week and, and visiting him and so on and so forth. But those kind of songs, they, uh, they really get to me. As you can tell, I'm a sentimental one. Um, well, what, what I do is I go into my daughter's rooms and I check the history on their computers. <laughs> they can't be looking at bad stuff. Um, well, Kirk, thanks for doing this. I have a playout song for, for us. Okay. But before we do that, I want to thank Adam Jones for making the Facebook artwork uh, for us this week. Adam, I love it. It's, uh, it's Mad Men inspired. It's called Dad Men. Very cool. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter at Rock Solid Show. Yep. Uh, follow Kyle at Kyle Dotson Funny. Mm-hmm. Follow me at Pat underscore Francis. Kirk, you have a Twitter. You want to give your Twitter handle out for people to follow you? I yeah. Know, but, yesterday you tweeted about 117 times. But I'm, apparently I'm a bad tweeter. Even Pat doesn't follow me. But anyway, uh, it's Irish Golfer 8. That's the number eight. Mm-hmm. Try that for a day and a half. Irish golfer eight. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, hey, it's just my thing. Do but anyway. Your, so so the, the day after this airs, if you all of a sudden have a hundred more Twitter followers, I'll you're going to know why. I'll know why. But I want to, I want to be thank, double our listeners. I want to thank, uh, I want to thank you, Pat, for asking me to do this. Um, I will say that, uh, you know, being a father is, uh, it's, 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 <laughs> no, it's, it's, you know, this, it's, it's, it's like nothing else in the world. And no, you, you know, you, you try to do your best. And I oftentimes wonder, you know, cause it doesn't come with a manual. I oftentimes wonder what, you know, what the boys think of me as a father. Hopefully, hopefully I've done a, a half decent job. It's Joe Kennedy said, you know, don't, don't judge my life on, on what I did. Judge it by the children I raised. I think so mm-hmm. far. Um, so good with these two and the same with you. And, uh, but thanks for letting me do this. It was was fun. Kyle, thanks very much. Uh, it's awesome to see you here working aboard and everything. And case, thanks for sitting in every, uh, every day I take my girls aside before they go to bed and I go scale of one to 10, how I do today. (laughs) And that's how I know I keep a tally right now. I'm averaging about a four and a half. Now you got some work to do that. Uh, I got some work. No, I got to tell you, I, I just want to say this. Cow, for, this is, we well, got to wrap it up. I we got a go-go coming in for it's four minutes. Well, she can just sit, sit when she She's can got say, a no, nice listen, top 10 we're going to go, go, but listen, whenever uh, I, I do want to say this, uh, there are few people that I've ever seen who are better father than you are. Well, thank you. And I, and I, and I mean that sincerely. I agree. Yeah, I, really. <laughs> I mean, that. I really, I take pride in it. I really try. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, my next song is, uh, from Paul Simon's 2006 album called surprise. Fantastic album. Uh, pick about this a guy album who doesn't up. know he's going to be a father. <laughs> That's right. Surprise. He's got a baby on the cover. Actually. <laughs> Paul Simon. Uh, yeah. Paul Simon. Okay. And this song is called Father and Daughter, and this is our playout song. Don't forget, a great Father's Day gift is uh, go to iTunes and buy episode 200A for your dad. <laughs> we make a little money off that. Uh, thank you, Kyle. Thank you. Thank you, Kirk. Thank you. Casey. Eh. There's four of here. Father and Daughter. <laughs> if you leap awake in the mirror of a bad dream And for a fraction of a second you can't remember where you are Just open your window and follow your memory upstream To the meadow in the mountain where we counted every falling star I believe the light that shines on you will shine on you forever And though I can't 
Daughter, more than I love you. 